So what y'all don't know is that me and my girl here, we have like an off-camera relationship that we're going to dive into. This is why she's here. Welcome to the Women of YouTube podcast. This podcast is hosted by me, Desiree Martins. Every week, I'm going to be showing up in your earbuds to inspire you on your YouTube journey with killer interviews with women YouTube creators, deep dives into the inner workings of how YouTube works, and discussing all the things about YouTube culture and the impact it is having on our world. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with VidIQ, where they help you maximize your videos to YouTube reach by studying titles, descriptions, tags, and playlists relevant to your subject matter, while also studying your competitors to help you know exactly what you should be doing for your YouTube growth. So if you're a female creator looking to grow your channel, level up your content, and learn from the best women creators on the platform to get you on your way to YouTube success and future-proofing your income, this is the perfect place for you. Let's do this. But welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good. Okay. I always start the same way. Why video? Why video? It's because I was working into visual effects for movies, which, you know, I have a passion for. So when I wanted to start creating content, video just made sense for me. YouTube was always, you know, a dream for me. Um, so yeah, this is why I just love making videos, making little documentaries with storytelling. It's that side of like cinema and visual effects. Okay, so what do you create on the internet? I create videos about music production for self-taught music producers to learn music production at home, like on their own, without having to go to music school because it's expensive <laughs> uh, and, you know, not everyone can afford that. So I'm just trying to help them, you know, um, just documenting my own journey, uh, the struggles I run into and how I overcome them. And yeah. I love it. Okay. So why, why did you decide to make this the, your focus? Uh, it's because music and video were both my passion uh, before starting all this. So for me, it just made sense that YouTube about music production and all this was just, it was just the the calling, you know, the, the thing that made sense. So I just mixed the two together and yeah. So why did you decide to, for those you know, she's left, she's left the world of production. Why did you leave that to pursue being a creator full-time? Oh, it's because I always had a mind, like an entrepreneur mind. It's been a dream of mine since years before that. I read many, many books about the subject. Self-development and productivity is something that I love as well. And yeah, I just, I just want to be free doing my own thing, living from my passion. It's just sitting down at a desk to work for someone else is not what I prefer. Um, I'd prefer sitting down at the desk for 12 hours doing my own thing. <laughs> Got to build it for yourself. Was there yeah. anything that like, what is it that allowed for you to do that? Like, what was the catalyst for you? Like, what was the preparation like for you to be able to quit your job and go into being a content creator full time? Um, it's, I guess it started with me, you know, doing this on the side of my job for two years before taking the decision. So I didn't just quit my job and try to do this. I also, I already had a following, an audience. I was already starting to see money coming in. So I was like, you know, it's the time, it's the time for me. And I think I decided to quit when physically I was just completely tired and I could not do both. And also when I was already making like 50% of my income that I needed to. 
So I didn't quit just on like, you know, like a one day thing. <laughs> yeah, but it was, it was there. So in general, like music production, video production, all that kind of stuff tends to skew very male heavy. Yeah. What was that like for you being like a super capable, creative, badass woman in this space with a bunch <laughs> of men? Yeah, that's interesting because um, I, I kind of knew this question was going to come today and I was actually happy about it because uh, I think that's, uh, that's yeah, it is dominated by male right now, but I also didn't know that going into it. <laughs> I actually realized that after. Um, it's not something I had thought about before and I'm actually happy to be able to represent all the women in the in the industry and try to show them that it is possible because I do get a lot of messages from girls that are telling me, I don't know, I'm too shy, there's so many male and all. But, you know, seeing my videos, it helps them. Uh, so I'm just really happy to be able to represent this group and just, you know, try to motivate them because it's not just for guys. <laughs> it's not. And I mean, and, and I wanted to ask the question more from like the production standpoint, like before I get your full-time job, but also definitely as you like, I had, I haven't talked to her really. It was very much this idea of like, look, like what you do is amazing and so high quality and so well produced. And that's not something you see with women on YouTube. It's not oh, that right. create, it's not that women create low pro, low quality content. It's right. just when it comes to like production stuff, like video and, and music specifically, it's very male heavy. Like Peter McKinnon is kind of, I think like the big right. pillar for like yeah. what the quality expectation is. And everyone's kind of like adopted that mentality and it's very much like there's this expectation, this look, this thing that you have to do if you decide to go into this. Like, I don't think that you could have sat down at your computer and had success on YouTube with like a 720 pixel like webcam with smudges on it and like been like, okay, hey guys, let's talk about video production. Like, right, yeah, needed and expectation and and stuff like that. So, what have you noticed as one of the yeah. few women in this space that's producing high quality? video and audio content comparatively and also educating about it yeah i mean i definitely noticed sometimes where it feels like i need to it feels like i do need to work harder in some way to like prove that i can do it kind of thing you know because uh, sometimes uh, and i and i tried a few times where like my most um successful thumbnail is the only one that doesn't have me on it so i'm thinking that has to have some type of relationship to, you know, like they didn't know it was a girl. Whereas sometimes I feel like they're like, oh, it's a girl. I don't know. I feel like they they, they can like skip a little bit. Um, so I do feel like I needed to work more to like prove that I can do it and that I have my place in this space. But yeah, exactly that one. <laughs> it doesn't have that much more than your other one. That's about it, The last one just started to pop in the last month. Yes, and I think like, that's super yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, for those that are listening, I pulled up her YouTube channel and I was showing like what it is, like why I fully switched to Logic Pro is her video that she did, and it's just a, a side by side um, of the icons and stuff. And then the next one is like how she quit, why she quit her job. Yeah, um, which again we kind of talked about a little bit. Um, but yeah, having the expectation has to be really hard. But like at the same time, like there's a lot I think that people can learn from you. And do you find that people connect with you more because you're a woman, because you're 
not at that like Peter McKinnon place, not that you don't deserve to be there, but like you seem more obtainable or what's like the feedback you get from your audience about what you're doing? Uh, I, I think I am definitely closer to my audience and I they connect more with me. But I think the reason is because I've been start like I've been sharing my journey since day one, literally. Uh, like day one of me learning what a what a music software was, I was posting a video, right? So they've seen the whole journey. I share all my struggles. Like I, I don't hide anything from them. And that's something they've been able to relate a lot. And every time, you know, the most comments I guess is like, uh, I get are, you know, thank you for sharing this. Uh, thank you for showing this. I needed to hear that or, you know, so it's, it's, I think it's why I'm having this relationship with my audience. And that's one part that I really love about it. And I'm, that I'm trying to curate a lot. So what is it about being, why do you think being real has been successful for you? And why do you think that being yourself and the documentation of the journey does well with YouTube, especially because like, I feel like we're coming back into the era of like vlogging yeah. and stories when we were, we had pushed unnecessarily for a little bit into that sensationalism kind of content. What do you think it is about the coming along with the journey that people just love? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's so much that we're going back to the vlog area. I think it's more that people in general are getting to be are getting tired a lot of this you know fake thing on social media so and more and more they want authenticity and that's what i've noticed and i read this book by gary v crush it just before starting this channel where he said one sentence he said um document rather than create and I, and I don't know, that's the thing that did it in my brain and be like, all right, you know what? I wanted to start learning music production. I'm going to document that. And so, yeah, <laughs> that was actually. I, love, I, love, I, I, have, I have a signed copy of that book somewhere. Really? My, yeah. So right before my, my, my husband was at basic training for the military, Crush It had come out. And he was doing a signing at like my local bookstore. Oh, that's nice. I like waddled my pregnant butt down there. And I was like, will you sign this? Like I went and heard him do his talk and, and all that kind of stuff. It was really cool. I remember, I think like the picture shows up like in my like memories. And I'm oh, like, definitely. oh, back in the good old days, like 10 years ago. <laughs> but it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's like Crush It came out like 10 years ago. And like a lot of the advice is still really relevant. And Yeah. And one true. thing. One thing I just saw as well this morning on a video from Think Media, it was Alex Ormozy, I think, Yeah, Ormozy. Um, where it was just a snippet of one of his talks where he says, you know, instead of saying five things you should do to do that, say it differently and say how I, you know, five things I did to be that successful or to do that. Because this way, mm -hmm. like right now, that's how people are way more wanting to listen is, you know, by just sharing your journey and learning from someone that actually did what they wanted to do. So, yeah. yeah. And I know for me, even like, like my, and I go like my ways for success or how I do it. Like one of my top performing videos, like how I create content for my clients. That's a video that does really well on my channel as well. Yeah. So I think that's an important, like, like bonus information thing. I feel like we need a little chime, like ching. That's like, yeah. Talk about your journey, not their journey, because it's, better it's I and I talked about this in the last podcast which was I remember talking to a 